is mainly when it comes to mammon. The Ram passes like this. Ezehinikima, what's considered Nikima? Vezinatira, what's considered Natira bearing a grudge? Nikima, Amalai Hashilena Magelcha. I tell you, lend me your sickle. Amalai Lav, nope, not lending it to you. Lamacha, the next day, Amalai Hu, Hashilena Kadumcha, lend me your axe. I'm lending you, you don't lend me, I don't lend you, tit for tat, that is in Mominus, that's an Isser Zuhi Nikima, that's an Isser of Nakama. What's an Isser of Natira? Bearing a grudge. Amalei Ashilene Kadum Chalemi your axe. Amalei Lav, no. Lamachal Amalei Ashilene Chalukcha. Lemme your shirt. Amalei Halech. I'll give it to you. Ain't it Kamaischa? I'm not like you. Shalei Shaltani. That you don't lend me. I'll lend you. I'm a Tadik. Zuhi Natira. This is Natira. So the Gemara says if someone punches you in the nose and you punch him back, you are not over the Isser of Laisikim. And many of you showed him look like that Halacha Lamais. There's a big discussion if this Gemara Blaise Lamaskana. But apparently, according to many of you showed him, the Israel of Lysikim, the real Israel of Lysikim, only applies in Inyani Mamanis, not in Inyani Tsar Haguf. That's the Gemara. The Gemara says other Milas, but the love of Lysikim you don't have. The Gemara says other Milas. Oh, that's also an interesting thing. Uh, maybe that's the maybe that's the ikra love. L'chayri, even if you hold it in your heart, but that's a very good point. The Achrena pointed out. Vice versa, only if he speaks it out, but unless he just holds it in his heart. Pashlis to Israel, Lysikim is even to hold it in his heart. But the way we demonstrated, huh? I'm saying, but maybe it has to come yesh line. Pash this even if you don't you don't keep it in your heart. But the Gemara is giving an example. You're demonstrating that you feel it. But I think that if I do the Ramam in Sefer Mitzvah speaks out clearly that even if you keep it in your heart, you have a lesita. If a person hurts your guf, there's no Yisraeli. Someone embarrasses you, you don't answer back. Someone makes fun of you and you don't respond. You serve the Benishlam with love. And you're happy if Rahman son of the Benishlam sends you Yisurim, you dive and you should take it away. But you're happy, you realize it's coming from the Benishlam. So the people that love the how do you know if you love the Rebbein Shalom? If somebody else insults you, then you'll respond. Why? Because you know it's coming from the Rebbein Shalom. If you think it's coming from him, that means you don't love the Rebbein Shalom. You don't have a shaykhah to Rebbein Shalom. If someone else yells at you and you respond, that means you think it's not the Rebbein Shalom. But if you don't respond, you realize it's the Rebbein Shalom and you're v'oyav of Kitzes Shemesh Big Vurasai. So Fred Tegemaya, you see an Adam Gadol, shouldn't respond. He wants to be an Oyav Hashem. So why should he respond? Satimar, he doesn't respond. He just holds it in his heart. He holds the person who has him. He has to hold it in his heart. He can't just let it go. I'll cover that to you. But he shouldn't speak it out. Person makes fun of you. You should Michael. Why should you hold it in your heart? If he asks you mechila, you're easily mechila, and that's enough to be considered mavra amidaisim. So basically, a tamad chacham shouldn't let it go. But if a guy is mefayisim, he should be mefoyis. Let's see a little further. Umay, we have to go just pasha for shvuas for the chesh. We have to be just a little bit ahead. Umahein meitzian achas eshtaim. Why do you stick out one finger or two fingers? The kernim you stick out one or two. For etting mar hash the shtaim meitzian achas ibay. You stick out two fingers. For shteitzach you stick out. Why does it say two or one? Just say you stick out two. Why does it say one or two? 
A healthy person could only stick out one finger. But a chayla, he doesn't have the kayach to hold out only one finger. Sometimes other fingers go with it. So if a person's a chayla, he's allowed to stick out two fingers. But a regular bari, it should only stick out one finger. But again, you only count it as one. But upon a person's a chayla, he's allowed to stick out two fingers. The hatanya, the b'risa says, Achas metzien, shtayimein metzien. You're allowed to stick out one, you don't stick out two. That's a healthy person. A sick person, he could even stick out too. The Hayachidim and the Yachidim, which are Chaylim that are quarantined, that they have to sit separate. Mamish, serious Chaylim, Maitsiyan, Shtayim, they also could stick out too. But it only counts as one. Meaning, even if you stick out two fingers, they don't count it as two different people, they count it as one. Is that true? You shouldn't stick out the shlish, the uh, the third finger, the middle finger, or uh, the gaidel because of the people that play tricks. The, the gaidel is because the people that play tricks, like we said before, the gaidel could be spread very far, and someone can think it's a different person. The mighty shlish if he stuck out a second finger, meaning usually you stick out your etzba, which is the front, fi- the, the pointer. If you stick out your shlish, so then you're not supposed to look at chila, a regular person shouldn't, but mayinim lay, they count it. Gaidel, if you stick out your thumb, ain mayinim lay, they do not count it. Veloyoid, ala shalaykim and hamimunah bebekiah, they give you as a whip from the bekiah, they give you a whip with a, with a they give you a whipping with a whip if a kayin sticks out his thumb. So what do you see? You see you count when a person sticks out his middle finger, meaning he's sticking out the, the etzpa and the middle finger. He's sticking out two, two fingers. The b'risa says you count it. So the Gemara thought you count it as two. You count one for the regular finger and one for the middle finger. So I think no. When it says you count it, it means you only count one. You don't count it as two. You count it as one. And that's the maskana sigma. A person shouldn't stick out two fingers. But if he sticks it out, we count it as one. My pikia, what is the pikia? Amarav madra, it's a madra. My madra, what's a madra? Amarav papa, mitarka detaye de pasak reshe, a whip of the Arabs that in the front is split up into, the, the, the leather at the end of it is split up into pieces, which hurts very, it's, it's very, 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 it hurts a lot when you hit with it because every single piece of leather hits you. Amrab, so that's that's what's called the pikia. And the Gemara says something fascinating. We had this in Shkalim. Amrabai, Amina. I originally thought when I learned Mesech Shkalim, Haditnan. This that the Mishnah says over there, Ben Bevoi Memunala Pekia. Ben Bevoi was in charge of the Pekia. I thought, what does Pekia mean? Amina Psulta. I thought it was the wicks. He was in charge of the wicks in the base of Mikdash. Kedetnan, like the Mishnah says, Mibeloi Michnasei from the leftover Michnasayim Umehem Yeneim, and from the leftover Avnatim they would make wicks out of it. And they would light with those wicks. So originally he thought that Ben Beve was in charge of the wicks. That's what Pekiah meant, which is actually what the Yerushalmi in Shkalim says, that he was in charge of the wicks. But the Gemarvali says differently. Once I learned this b'risa, over here in the Bryce it says he gets hit from the Mamona with the Pekia. So then I understood. I Amina my Pekia Nagda. I understood that Pekia means he got a whipping and Bebeva was in charge of the people that got whipped. And that's what Pekia means. Different, interesting, different than the Gemara and Shkalim. Well, the Gemara and Bava didn't have the Yushami. Back upon him, that's what Pekia means. There was a story with two kainim shayish named shavim. They were both equal. They were running up to kevish. One person won, 
V'natal sakin, so the other person took a knife, and he stabbed him, and he killed him. So it's very interesting, if you see, you see in the Mishnah where it says he pushed him off, there it doesn't say that one of them won. There it says they were both equal, so he pushed his friend off. But here, when the other guy won, so then, oh, he won me. So then he pulled out a knife, and he killed him. Al-Malas, stood on the steps that go up to the Ulam Vamer, and he made an announcement. Everybody listen. The Pasuk says, When a person finds a corpse on the ground, you go out and you make a paradise. Oh no, Almila Havi Eglarufa. Who brings the Eglarufa? Lair? You Shalayim has to bring the Eglarufa? Maybe the Azara has to bring the Eglarufa because the murder took place in the Azara. Go, Kalam, Bibchi. Everybody started crying on the terrible tragedy. Ba'aviv Shal Tinaik. The father of the Tinaik came. He called him a Tinaik, but really, obviously, he was an older person because he was doing Avaida. Umatza, he found Tishuhu Mefarfer. He found he was still moving around. He wasn't 100% dead. He said he should be a kapara for everybody. He's still alive. The sakin did not become tame because his father, because the son, the child, is still alive. He was very excited that the child was still alive. Is the father talking? He was very excited that his child was still alive because the sakin didn't become tame. To teach you, it was more serious to them, the Tyrus Kalim, more that the Kalim should be should be tar, more than the Isser than the concept of Shrikh Azdam. That's why he was all busy that the Sakin didn't become Tameh. The King Menashe killed many people. Totally filled Yushalayim from one side to the other with Blood. So we'll see in the Gemara what this drush is. But we see from here, we see from here that the Shvichas, that we see that Tyrus Kalim was more Chomer than Shvichas Dam. The Gemara is going to come back to explain this part of the story. Which story came first? The story of the broken leg or the story of the person killing his friend? If the killing came first, after the story of Shvichas Dam, they weren't Misak and Apayas yet because they still had the story of the broken leg. By the story of the broken leg, they were Misak and Apayas. Why? That doesn't make any sense. Should be the time that they're Misak and Apayas. Obviously, the broken leg happened first. So once they were Misak and Apayas, how was it a for them for the guy to kill his friend? No one was running anymore. It was all Apayas. Really, the story with Shvichas Dabim came first. First they thought, A guy kills his friend. It's a one-time thing. It's not a permanent thing. Once they saw that, that even the Memela also, they said, a person's pushing off the Mizbeach, which I guess is much more Shchiach for that to happen. So he saw it's Mamish Kamen that is going to be a Sakana. Taikinu, Rabbanan Piyasu. So you're right, really? They should have been Misakana Pious because of the Ritzicha. But that they thought wasn't such a permanent situation. But when they saw that they're pushing people off and they're breaking legs, that maybe will be more permanent. And therefore, they're going with the Chazal and therefore, they were Misakana Pious.
Omer the Tzadik, Amalas Umer the Tzadik stood on the steps of the Ulam Vamer and he said, Achena Beisisel Shimu, Hare Oimer Kiyimotse Chal Baadama. When you find the Chal in the ground, Anan Milah Havi, who are we going to bring into Agla Rufa? Lahir, Ayala Azaris, on the city around the Azaris. Frat Gemara, what are you talking about Agla Rufa here? For you Shalayim, Basa Sui Agla Rufi, tells you Shalayim. Bring an egla roof of the Tanya. The Brisa says, "Bez Hashem, we're going to learn. We are going to know Meseches Babekama in Yerushalayim. We are Kodesh, and when we learn it, it's going to be very negia to know these halachas that the Brisa says. Asar Advarim Nemer Yerushalayim. There are ten halachas that are said about Yerushalayim. Vizuachas Mehem, and these are one of the ten halachas. Eina Mivia Egla Rufa. It doesn't become." Yerushalayim doesn't bring an Egla Rufa because this Shita holds Yerushalayim was not divided amongst the Shvatim like we had a few blood ago. So that's what this Shita holds. So the it's not relevant to bring an Egla Rufa. In Yerushalayim, you never bring an Egla Rufa. That's Shalom number one. The Pasuk says you don't know who killed him. That's the story of the Egla Rufa. Here, we know who killed him. So why are you bringing an Egla Rufa? It has nothing to do with what we're discussing. He wanted the Olam to be Nisayir, and that's the reason why he said it like this. But really, the Gemara says, really, Aglarufa is totally irrelevant to this story. Ba'aviv Shaltinaik, the father of the Tina came, he found that he was uh, moving around. Omar, he said, He said, He's your Kapara, Vadayim, Benikayim, Baruch Hashem, he's still alive. To teach you, Shekoshe, Alayim, Taras Kalim, Yosem, Shvichas Davim. Taras Kalim was more serious than Shvichas Davim. Fratimar, which one? Well, what is it a chesaron or is it a ma'ila? Ibaylo shvichas damim who dizal? Are we teaching everybody that the shvichas damim became very zal, very very shvach? But avol taras kalim kidekayma kayma. But the concept of taras kalim stayed the way it was. So bekitzer, it was a terrible bizarre for Klai Yisrael because even though taras kalim was very chashiv, but shvichas damim trapped significantly. Is that the I do the other way. Shvichas dam kedekaimakaim. Shvichas dam was what it was. Aval Taras Kalim with the Chamira. It was very chash of a situation. The Taras Kalim was very chamir by them. Which one do we see from this story? Tashima, the Gemara proves. Midikanasiv la Tamuda. The Gemara, the Mishnah, the Brisa brings a pasuk. Vigam dam naki shavach Manasha. We bring the pasuk that Manasha killed many people. Shma minash shvichas dam hudazal v'taras kelim kedekayim akayma. If we're bringing the story of Manasha, obviously we're trying to prove that shvichas damim became very shvach and amela. That's so. That's that was the proof over here, and therefore that's the Gemara saying that's why he was so impressed with the kelim. He didn't care too much about shvichas dam, which really is a pal dekazach number one. It was his own son. But apparently the Gemara is telling too that because Shvichas Damim was not so chashiv, so therefore even though his own son that killed, that guy killed, amazing thing, his own son got killed, but because Shvichas Damim was shvach, he didn't get impressed. But the other thing that you see over here is the impact that a leader has on Klal Yisrael. We learned a few blood ago, Chazal say, that the reason why the first base of Mikdash was destroyed was because of a desire, Gile Arayas and Shvichas Damim. And we pointed out over there that there's no Raya that they killed people. The Raya is from this Pasuk that Menashe killed many people, and we asked the Kasha, Mechatesi, Menashe does something, everybody should suffer. Menashe killed people, the whole Klai Yisrael is of a desire, and Shvichas Damim. Over here, we see the answer. The Gemara says, when the king has a certain attitude, the whole nation changes. 
Menashe was killing people left and right, then the attitude towards Shri Chazdamim dropped dramatically, and that's what the Gemara is proving. The Gemara is proving from Menashe that an, a leader can have an impact. What kind of impact can a leader have? In the attitude. Something that's important to the leader will have an importance to the rest of the klal, and something that's not important to the leader will unfortunately have a tremendous impact also on the klal, and that's what we see from this Pasuk, that even though Menashe was the Reitzach, but still, it had a hashpa on Gans Klai Yisrael. That's what you see from this story. Taner Abanan, Chav Gimel Ahmed Beis, 15 lines down from the top, Upashat Vilavash Begadim Achayim Vahaytzi Esadashen. So the Allah is that they used to do Truma Sadashin that we learned before. Then there was something called Haitsah Sadashin. And they went, when they got too much Deshin on the Mizbech, they would bring a huge pot, fill it up with the Deshin, and they would dump it outside Yerushalayim. It was called the Mokim Shefech Hadashin. So what did they wear? How did they take out the Deshin? So the Pasuk says like this. They take off their clothing and they put on other clothing and they do Haitsah Sadashin. So what was the other clothing that they put on? So the Gemara is assuming, Shemani, I would assume, Kedarachim Kippurim, just like Anim Kippur, Shepaishin Big Day Kaidish, Velaivish Big Day Chayel, so Anim Kippur, you switch your Begadim, you wear gold Begadim toe, a white Begadim. So here also, there's no new Begadim you're going to switch to, no new Big Day Kaidish. So what you'll do is you'll switch from Big Day Kaidish and you'll put on Big Day Chayel to take out the Dash. And that's what the Kainim would wear, that's what the Pasik means, the Kainim would wear regular Begadim when they took out the Dash. So the more no, that can't be. Tamalai merufashir as begadav velovish begadim achem. The Torah makes a hekish. Makish begadim shalovish le begadim shapoish. We make a hekish from the begadim that you from the begadim that you wear that you're wearing to the begadim that you're taking off. Malahalan big day kaidish. Just like the begadim that he's taking off is big day kaidish. The kain took off his big day kaidish to put on. Big, the Gemara is assuming big day chayel. Afkan big day kaidish. Obviously, it doesn't mean that you're putting on big day chayel. It means you're putting on big day kaidish. So why does the Torah say Achayim? What do we come? What, what different begadim are you putting on? So it means that you put on begadim that are cheaper, that are not as chashiv. They're all big dekaidish, but they're not as chashiv as the original big dekaidish. The Gemara is going to explain in a minute why. So that's one shot in the in the in the, in the pasuk. Rabbi Lazar, I'm here. Achayim v'haitzi. Rabbi Lazar dashes from this word Achayim an amazing thing. That's Achayim. Other people take out. We learn a merit dekazach. Limed al Achayim balaymumin shekshayim l'haitzi adash. And there is one. We want to call it avaida, but there's one thing. Because we actually had another thing. What can the Kainan that a balaymumin do in the base hamikdash abaisai? The wood, very good. The wood. The Kayanim did the wood. Now we see another thing that the Kayanim did. According to Abelaz Shita, a Kayan Balmum is allowed to take off the Deshen and bring it outside the Machan. And that's an amazing thing. How about a Zar? Could a Zar do it or only a Kayan Balmum? So from the Gemara, it sounds like only a Kayan Balmum, not a Zar. And the reason is Lachaira, because it's a halacha, Chazal say a svara, Vichisakadaitach, the Zar Kaira Vaitzel Mizbech. It's not Shaykh that a Zar should come close to the Mizbech. So even though a Kayan of Amom is not the hottest guy in town, Palamaisa, he's still a Kayan. So Mele, he's still allowed to come onto the Mizbech to take away the Dashan. But a Zar is now let a step foot on the Mizbech, Lachaira, and a Mele would not apply Mere with the problem. Huh? Any time a person had a tzayich, l'chayri, it probably was without a tzayich, but if there was a tzayich, azar k'chech, l'chayri, he went into his kind of t'shech. If he had a tzayich, he's allowed to go if he had a tzayich. So over here also, the Gemara, that l'chayri, that's the reason, the Rishon, I didn't see him before, but l'chayri, this far is, because azar cannot go on the Mizbech. 
So anyway, that's Abel Azashita, Maradikashita. Let's go back to the Tanakama. Achayrim Pchusimehem. Tanakama says you put on a Shvacher Begadim in order to take out the Deshen. Chav Gimlam and Beis, 20 lines down from the Tabzah. Tigmar, Ketanad Rabbi Shmael, Ketanad Rabbi Shmael, Begadim, Shabi Shelbahem Kedayel Rabbi, La Yimzeglam and Kaisler Rabbi. The Begadim that you wear to cook should not be the same Begad that you serve. Now again, we're not saying that one is less of an Avaida than the other. They're both Avaida. Just talk upon them. The beged that you wear should be a different beged when you're cooking than when you're serving. There's no difference in the avaida between haitzah, according to between haitzah and zrika. They're all equal avaidas Hashem. Just one is a bishul kadeira. Mela doesn't pass to wear the same chashiva begadim. So we have a maradikamach like this. According to the Tanakama, it's considered an avaida. According to Belazar, haitzah sadeshen is not. Considered an avayda. Amr Eish Lakish. Kemachlaikis behaitzah. Just like this machlaikis behaitzah sadashin. Kach machlaikis beharam. An amazing thing. We have the same machlaikis by Trumas Hadashin. Rabbi Lazar holds Trumas Hadashin is not an avayda. Mayur de Kazakh. It's not an avayda. Machlaikis behaitzah. So the chayyah will be the same thing. Oh, do you have to wear all the begadim? So we'll see in a minute. The, but the past sixteen, we'll see in a minute. The Gemara's going to talk about it in a minute. But past this, we'll see. It. We're going to see it in a minute. Let's. The Gemara's going to focus on that one second. So the Gemara. So the Rabbi Eishlakish says the Machlaikis is by Heitzah. The same Machlaikis is by Harama. Rabbi Yechonam and now Machlaikis by Heitzah. When you take out the dash into the garbage to the outside, that there's a Machlaikis. However, by Harama, Harama. Everybody agrees it's an Avaid. And the Gemara's going to explain. My time at the Eishlakish. What does Eishlakish hold? That it is not an avayda. According to Belazer, Shumas Hadashen would not be considered an avayda. The Sigmar says like this. says like this. If you want to say that Shumas Hadashen is an avayda, if you look at the Psukim of Shumas Hadashen, the Pasuk says he should wear a Ksainis and he should wear Mechnasayim. It doesn't say any other beged that he should wear. So the question is why it only says two begadim. So Reish Lakish understood that Hitaka only wears two begadim, which is also an amazing thing. You don't find this anywhere else in Shaz, that a Kayan wears two begadim, only two, two out of the four for his Avaida, and the two begadim are going to be the Ksainis and the Michnasayim. Now the Lomdis to that is, the Michnasayim, the Chazal, the Rishayim say, is not the covered Lutiferis. That was just a begad, a technical begad that he had to wear to cover himself. And the Ksainis, you could say the same thing. It doesn't pass for the Kayan to walk on the Mizbeach would add excitement. But the Avnate and the Mitznefes, maybe that was more of a Chosh of a Begad. So Mela over here, we're going to cut out the Avnate and the Mitznefes, and we're going to leave him with the Ksainis, the basic Begadim, so to speak, with the Ksainis Mechnasayim. This is Rishlakish's understanding of the Pasuk. An amazing thing. Mamish have Mamish Amachlaikis from one extent to the other. You don't usually find this. Rishlakish holds this Avaida, Trumas Adashin is not an Avaida Bechlal. You don't even need four Begadim. All you need is two Begadim, even though we learned in the beginning of the Mishnah that it's you do the pious for it, but Agaponim, Hishlagish holds the Mamish wasn't an Avaida, Agaponim according to Belazer, had a male according to Belazer, he would also hold that Balimumin can do it, there's no halacha of a regular kind. For Rabbi Yechanan, Goli Rachmana, Bixainus, and Mechnasayim. You're right. The Torah only says the Xainus and Mechnasayim by Chumas Adashin. But, Vehuadin, Lemitznefes, Vavnate, the same halacha applies to the Mitznefes and the Avnate. Umaish Nahani. So, Ibazai, why does the Torah only say Xainus and Mechnasayim? If you have to wear the Mitznefes and the Avnate also, why does the Torah only say 
So the Gemara midai vad. The pasuk says the word midai vad, which means midai kemidase, which teaches us our halacha that the begadim have to fit the kayan. A very important halacha. We actually had it once. The kayan has to wear begadim that fit him perfectly. You think the tight pants is something that started now? No. In those days, there was also such a concept. The begad. No, it's very important. Chazal say that there wasn't allowed to be ear. It had to be mamish not no skin tight, but there wasn't allowed to be ear. Go. We're going to learn in Maseches. The, 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 um, the, it wasn't allowed to be, it had to be mamish skin tight. So the reason why everyone walks around with these pants is to prepare us for Mashiach and the middle of Nebuch, the people that don't wear those kind of pants are not going to be ready for Mashiach. I hope Peruvians wearing tight pants to get you a It's a joke. But Agavadim, Chasasham. But Agavadim, on those days it was mamish tight. It, was, and it had to be, it had to be, because it had to be on your, the, the var goes like this. No, really the rise the other way. If you see Big Day Kuna needed to be tight, Obviously, everybody else didn't walk around like a Mishigana and wore like this. That if you move, you break, you slip, you split your pants. Obviously, in those days, everybody wore normal begadim. And the big Kayan Gadol had a specific, the Kayanim had a specific halacha that they had to wear tight. But everyone else wore Baruch Hashem. They gave themselves some roof to breathe. Baruch Hashem. That's the way everyone else wore their begadim. So, Ruben, keep the begadim. Everything's fine. Sad. Huh? You're a real kind, Ruben, don't worry. If you have betachin, you're a real kind. So that's midayvad, that it has to be exact. It can't be too long, can't be too short, has to be exact. That's what you learn out of midayvad. Michnesayvad. Why does the Pasik say Michnesayvad? Again, not because you only put on the Xenis and the Mechasayim, it's coming to teach you a different thing. The Gemara says an amazing thing. When you put on Big Day Kuna, which Beged goes on first? Said Allah is the Mechnesayim has to go on first. And the Gemara learns it out from this Pasuk. You put on the Mechnesayim on your Basar. When you have nothing else besides Basar, that's when you put on the Mechnesayim. So Mela, you learn out of this Pasuk, that the Mechnesayim are put on Basarai without any other big day Kahuna. We're going to see about this in a moment, but that is how, right, that's what the Darshan from this Pasuk. So this is Rabbi Yechanan talking. Rish Lakish, does, how does he know these drushes? Because Rish Lakish holds that the Pasuk is not coming to teach you anything special. The Pasuk is just coming to tell you that you only put on the Mechnesayim and the Ksainis. That's the Pasuk coming to say. So, how does he know that word, that halacha? Since the Torah says the word Midai, so obviously it's coming to tell you that it has to fit. How does he know that halacha? He knows it from Al Basari. And Amela, let's just recap. We have Machlaik. If Chumas Hadashin was considered an Avaida, Al Kapanim according to Shita Sabalaza. It gets a little bit complicated because according to Rish Lakish, what does he do with the Tanakama? Tanakama holds Haita Sadashin as an Avaida, so Lachayim, Chumas Hadashin is for sure an Avaida. So according to Rish Lakish, that holds you only wear two begadim, it comes out according to Tanakama that Shumas Hadashin is an Avaida, but still you only wear two begadim. It's something to think about. But Al Kapanim, that's what the, the Gemara is coming out according to Rish Lakish, according to Abelazar, Shumas Hadashin is not an Avaida, according to Rabbi Yechanan Avada, it is an Avaida. You might want to say it's a machlaikis, and we're going to remember this because we had this once. Name a ketanai, let's say it's a machlaikis tanaim. Al yilbash. Why does the Torah say yilbash by the person that's doing Shuma Sadashan? Lahavi mitznefes viavnei laharama. To be married, but that you got to have a mitznefes and avnate for Shuma Sadashan. Divrei Rabbi Yehuda, you got to have a mitznefes and avnate. Rabbi Daisa, I mean, no. The rabbis, big day, kain gadol, yamei kipurim, shekshayim lekain head. It's an amazing thing. The reason why it says yilbash is to teach you that the big day, kain gadol, and yamei kipur are kosher 
for a Kayan Hedyet. It's kasha for a Kayan Hedyet. That's what you learn out of this Pasuk. You'll allow to wear a kain hadit, allow to wear the begadim of the kain gadol. Amar Rebbe, we had this gemara already. State shuvas bedaver. I have two kashas on this. Chada davnei tishakain hadit, shakain gadol loizel avnei tishakain hadit. The avnet of the kain gadol on Yom Kippur was not the same avnet as the kain hadit. The kain gadol on Yom Kippur wore linen. The kain hadit, the gemara Rabbi Shita, as we had this once, he holds the avnet of the kain hadit had kliyim in it. That was Rabbi Shita. So Meila Frak Rebbe, you can wear the begadim of the kain gadol because the begadim of the kain gadol was completely linen. And the Kayin Hadit had Kalayim in his Avnit. That's number one. It doesn't make sense that you should use for what was used for Kedusha Hamura for Avaidis in Kippur. You should use it for a regular Avaida. So the Pasuk not coming to say that. Rabbi says, The reason why it says Yilbash is coming to tell you that even if a Kayin puts on old Big Day Kuna, it's also Kasher. It doesn't have to be crisp. It could be even, L'Chetchila, it should be crisp. But even if it's not, it's kosher. That's what you see from that Pasuk. That's the Pasuk of Yilbash. The Pasuk says you should leave your begotten. There's a Pasuk by Yom Kippur. When he finishes the Avaida, the Pasuk says you should leave it there. The Allah is according to Rebbe. You're not allowed to reuse the begotten of the Kayin Gadol. You have to put them away. And that's it. You put away the begadim till next year you get new begadim for Yom Kippur. Every Yom Kippur is a new Yom Kippur and it's demonstrated in the begadim. That is Rabbi Shita. Rabbi Daisa, Imer, no. Ru'uyim heim l'kayin hadid. You're allowed to wear a kayin hadid. You're allowed to wear the begadim of the kayin gadol. Umat hamalayim avinicham sham. What does the Pasuk mean? That after you finish Yom Kippur, you put it down. Shalayish tamish ben Yom Kippur emacher. He shouldn't wear it a different Yom Kippur, but a regular kayin hadid can wear it. So what do we see from here? Rabbi Yehuda learns out of a Pasuk that the person that does Truma Sadashan has to wear the Mitznefes and the Avne, and Abdaisa uses the Pasuk for something else. So maybe Abdaisa holds that you do not have to wear the Mitznefes and the Avne by Truma Sadashan. So the Chayi Abdaisa holds it's not an Avaida like Reish Lakish. So we have a Machlaikis Tanoim in our Machlaikis Rabbi Yechanan. So my love, let's say this is the Machlaikis, the Maris over Avaida here, Rabbi Yehuda, that has a reboy for the Misnafis and Avnid holds, Trumas Dashin is Avaida, Umaris over Avaida here. And Abdaisa, and maybe Rebbe also holds it's not an Avaida. Everybody holds it's an Avaida, and you need all four begadim. Rebbe Yehuda holds you need a Pasuk to tell you that you put on the Mitznefes and the Avnate. And Rebdaisa holds you do not need a Pasuk. So again, let's recap. We have a Machlaikis, Rebbe Yechan and Rebbe Shlakish. If Shumas Hadashin is considered an Avaida, and it's a very huge Nafkamina, if you want to know someone's Tamad Chacham, you ask him, is there anything in the base of Mikdash that could be kosher with just the Ksainis and the Mitznefes? And if he looks at you like a deer in headlights, you'll know that he never learned Mitznefes Yuma. But if he says, ah, oh, then you'll know he learned it and he didn't Chazer it. And if he remembers actually, then you'll know he learned it and he did Chazer it. Those are the three options that you could have when you meet your friend.